see how it goes. So you said you've done a few podcasts already? Yeah. Which ones have you done already? Uh, I did Lucas's about three times. Uh, Samson and Christian's. I've made a few cameos in there. Oh, okay. Um, how is that one? That one looks fun. Yeah. Oh, Samson and Christian's fun. Watch hanging out and watching it's a lot more fun for me. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, I don't want to have to be like the center of attention, but it's fun like messing with people on Omegle or like when Money G. I don't know oh, why dude, the fuck they haven't had Money G. He is fucking God. hilarious. He doesn't stop. Like I have to. I don't know a how, but I'll have to. Are we recording? Yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Dude, yeah. Guys, what's up? Welcome, so, fucking episode. This is fourteen. This is Salima. We're just chatting, you know. Yep, just fucking just going. Chat. Hi. Do I have to give people my ID? <laughs> no. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, your birth certificate's yep. fine. Your nationality. Yep. Yeah. Gotta make sure because yeah, my, my diversity numbers are looking a little low. Yeah, so. they are. <laughs> you fucking need it, dude. It was so funny. Oh, do you want me to identify as non-binary now? <laughs> yeah, oh, we dude, can do that right no, now. I'm non-binary and bisexual today, just because he needs the points. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. dude. Fuck my yeah. parents are immigrants too. I was gonna say I looked on uh, the Spotify analytics, and we have one percent of non-binary listeners. Exactly. I'm, I'm the one percent. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> not financially. <laughs> Not financially. I just want to be like that kind of rich, just like property rich. Just property rich. Yeah, I always, I always like daydream about being like a white chick that has like a sugar daddy, but I'd like use all that money to like buy property <laughs> in gentrified neighborhoods. <laughs> what would fantasy. You, what would you do with that property? Money. Just overpriced property, dude. Just rent it out. Yeah, I would ruin neighborhoods. Just build like Starbucks's <laughs> and like Orange Theories and charge like three thousand for like a studio. That's fucking yeah, hilarious. I I fucking flip Old Town East entirely. So you we were just talking about uh fucking Samson's and uh fucking oh Christian's yeah, podcast yeah 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 so, yeah it's pretty fun. So what is that one uh, all it's about? Called, it, it's called Ass Out. They just like talk to people on Omegle. Which is pretty fun because it's like people from all over the world okay. and like crazy like teenage kids. Sometimes it's like there was one episode they have like clips on Instagram, but it was Curtis who's their like uh, friend. He's also a really funny comic, but um, they had these like Russian kids that were like Black Lives Matter, and then this guy <laughs> like he slapped his friend. They're like Russian kids in Russia like filming like from their phones and like we're gonna i'm gonna slap my friend to support black lives matter movement (laughs) (laughs) just like it's so entertaining because like kids will do ridiculous stuff and then it gets hilarious dude i feel like kids are fucking nuts on there dude like the amount of like like their i used to have fun on there all the time there yeah i was gonna say it's been a really long time since i've been on that fucking on that website but i feel like trolling people is that one and uh fucking uh the other one chat roulette that one was the other one right that one turned into dicks really quick though (laughs) that one turned into a lot of dicks really quick i'm surprised that they don't run into do they run into that a lot dicks and shit um yeah i think they were banned from tiktok <laughs> yeah that's the thing about it. it's it's just like you can't really go too far or go too racy yeah see i uh one of my videos for the first time actually just got fucking uh kicked off of tiktok i uh it was the one with blake and i yeah. and he was talking about crave case of pussy yeah. and so it was like we said dick we said fucking pussy yeah. we said uh he asked me if i was gay so it was just like all of the fucking things that 
we weren't allowed to do we just did in that one video and they didn't even take it down either they just fucking silenced it and i was just like well that's dumb yeah. i don't know if i i think i took it down already because i was yeah. like that's i'm not that's gonna frustrating have. it is yeah it's a it's a good thing about patreon is that like you could do as you please yeah but it's until hard to. unless you're alex jones and yeah then, and yeah, then yeah. they're like no no yeah, yeah. i mean alex jones is like a crazy he's a scenario where he's an outlier <laughs> I feel like he's crazy. I like him as, like, like I search out his new content. Because it's like, this guy, like, even if he is serious and he's just mentally ill, it's so fucking entertaining. It's like watching all of those fucking Karen videos where they're just like, ah, like, you can't be here or whatever. I've I've been watching lots of them where there's, like, one girl was, like, mad because some guy didn't. Uh, grab extra trash she had. She was like in a rural area. I don't know how yeah. it works over there. I know that like where I wor- lived, like we had to buy like tags. So you get two trash bags for free, then everything else you had a tag. And if you didn't have a tag on it, they wouldn't pick it up. So, but she was like really mad. She just like was like yelling at him, screaming, and then she was like rolling on the floor, ninja rolled on the ground, she's <laughs> screaming. Almost kind of like that guy yeah. uh, at the Shrunken Head where he's like, oh, yeah. I don't understand like that aspect of like white trash culture yeah where it's just causing scenes (laughs) like what is wrong with with these people i see young white women do that middle-aged white women (laughs) middle-aged white men you don't see a grown old man a grown old man will never do that shit he'll fucking just but a drunk white chick will do that on a friday night (laughs) that is so crazy because like i mean i will say that i mean i've thrown fits at like work yeah or something but i've never been in the middle of like a fucking target yeah. or something and just been like ah, yeah. ah, like that that's like child shit i know it's like what do, when do you find the time to do this you're going to target i'm i'm always <laughs> just in a rush when i go to target exactly. I, need to get, I need to get these yoga pants and run well, I feel like a lot of these people can't fucking run at all. Yeah. So I feel like that's the problem. <laughs> They're just like watching. I used to work like delivery for North Star uh, back in like uh, 2020, and I would drive through Upper Arlington, and this was like prime quarantine when everyone was like running, okay. and like the runners' forms were so fucking bad. It was <laughs> like people that were just way too intense in like an 85 degree day where it's like dude you're not supposed to go max speed yeah constantly uh you work out a lot don't you uh yeah but not like running anymore okay really quick i just gotta check something okay whatever well we i think it's working i think it's working but uh you do a lot of exercising and yes uh, what kind of exercising shit do you do? Um, I skip rope now. I go to the gym. I haven't been to a gym in three days, and I think I'm going insane. But Damn. Yeah. I feel like I, my best uh, mental state was when I was going to the gym yeah. for like... Th- it was like right before the pandemic and i was like yeah. ba- i was like making like life changes because it was like yeah. and it wasn't necessarily like new year shit right before the pandemic hit but it was just like i was working out for like three months i was like getting real like into it four times a week two hours at a time you know what i mean an hour and a half two hours at a time and then uh i was about to start like boxing and fucking you know jujitsu and all the bullshit but then like you know pandemic hit and all that shit yeah. just kind of stopped. And I was the YMCA, and it was the one in Hilltop. So yeah. it got used for homeless people. <laughs> and then after the pandemic cleared out, it was still used for homeless people. So it just sucked. 
No, it's fine. Yeah, dude. Where do you work out at? Uh, my apartment gym, but they're renovating till March, so Planet Fitness. And oh, I yeah. hate it. I hate it. It gets so fitness. sweaty in there. I don't. It's too claustrophobic. I could go to like the abs and stretching section since no one's there. Yeah. To go stretch, but like. <laughs> no one ever stretches anymore. I, it's like the to. craziest thing. How? I don't know. They literally will go into the gym and then leave. Dude, I feel like an old person if I don't stretch. Like, on yeah. Mondays, I go straight from, like, I wake up, like, walk for, like, an hour, go straight to, like, the gym and work for, like, six hours. It, like, by the time it's, like, eight or nine, I'm so stiff. Yeah. And every Monday, I just spend, like, five minutes, like, stretching right next to, like, the pool table. God damn it. I but did it, forget something. But, it like, it fr I don't understand how people don't stretch constantly. <laughs> We always fucking forget that fucking shit. Yeah, I uh, I always uh, I always feel like uh, when I was younger, I used to stretch all the fucking time. Yeah. Like I literally was stretching every day, putting my legs on fucking super high shit, just like stretching and everything. And I feel like I still have pretty good, uh, you know, flexibility. But I definitely need to stretch more often. Definitely. Because, yeah. like, nice. literally before it was, like, all the time. Like, yeah. I would just be just, like, chilling and just stretch. Just yeah. stretching. Yeah. And then now I'm just, like, you know, not doing that. No, it happens. I I just started working out, like, uh, about three, almost four years ago. So, like, I went from, like, being, like, uh, about, like, 250 when I was 19 to, like, uh, I'm in, like, the late 170s now. Dang. I'm, I'm fucking pissed off about it. Yo, that's no, like... I, I was like in great shape in like December 20th. I was in... And then I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> but I just like had four days where I went off and I was like, okay, this is not going well. I remember yeah. when I first met you and like, I mean, you were definitely, I you know, larger. Yeah. But like, uh, but I also feel like it's just because you're shorter too. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you just it looked look like round. Yeah. You just looked round. Yeah. Now you don't even look like that like uh, it's like crazy i especially i love going back to watch your uh, kill tony i tried that you to did. watch it yesterday you tried to watch I it yesterday what why that worse. I, I thought it was myself. so good i think it was awful why did you think it was what was what was the what did you think it was bad about it the interview afterwards or the the set itself. The set, like, it felt like I couldn't... It, it wasn't, like, properly presented in okay. the way... Like, I was shaking. Like, I was terrified yeah. the entire time. And my voice was shaky, which that... Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, yeah. that I was put gonna me say, off. It's so crazy to me, though. And this is... And I always talk about this all the time. And I know that you've... Uh, I've talked about this with other people and you've seen it. But, like, it just blows my mind that you get so nervous around, you know, these big names yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, you... You're just as good of a killer as any of the other guys. Uh, you know what I mean? Not at all. Why not? Not at all. I'm not I'm not anywhere near that. Like I look at those people and they're like they're sitting on Mount Olympus. Like I used to be into like um like Rick Riordan, like yeah, yeah. Greek mythology books and they it's kinda like, oh, they're like Zeus and Poseidon and you know all those other folks. But you're like the female Hercules. Nah. Who I guess who yeah, but, uh, I'm I'm a toddler in this. Like I'm literally gonna be a three year old kid that's about to start stop. But you're a first. hilarious as fuck, three year old kid. I mean, but I'm like, I, like almost I three years I'm in. Doing. I'm almost like you know what I mean. I'm almost three years in, and I'm not. I wouldn't say I would say that I'm like not 
nearly as close as you are to yeah. like your the like the joke formula. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like you have the joke formula. I would say that I'm not as nervous around like you know famous people, but like yeah. at the same time, I'm not as funny. So it's like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a trade off. Because yeah. like I feel like you're hilarious, it's, and also yeah. your fucking uh, your Hitler joke that you did yeah on that fucking oh yeah. dude that like what'd you say uh, hitler and i have a lot in common we're both yeah. aquariuses yes. <laughs> that was like <laughs> that's so good oh thanks dude that's good thanks fuck uh so you said you've been I, doing comedy what two three years uh yeah it'll be three years in april okay yeah hell yeah and uh what ultimately got you started because like there's a lot of stuff that i kind of want to talk to you about because you used to be fucking used to be muslim or you know practicing yeah. muslim or whatever yeah. and like yeah. you now do comedy you used to do comedy in a fucking burqa like <laughs> or, or not i was fucking lying i was just joking yeah, uh, it would be so much cooler if i did it yeah burqa. <laughs> just like all you know i might stop by my aunt owns like a like a head like a muslim like dress store oh really so i could just like pick up something one day dude it's literally I, right on morse like so you were wearing the whole get up though the whole yeah, yeah, the yeah. hide in the hair and everything. yeah yeah Dang. Did you like do the whole thing? Like no, cover the face? No, it was just like, the scarf like around my just around the head. Face. Okay, yeah. okay. Hell yeah. So, how did this start? And did the religion have anything to do with like starting comedy? Like what was this all about? Um, how did it all start? Like I've never really believed in the religion. Okay. I should be on it. Like ever since I was a kid, like I just didn't like I hated the ritual of having to wake up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> Who cares? Dude? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> God doesn't exist, dude. This is all BS. Yeah. But like, um, I ever since I was a kid, I just did. I had to like wake up at the crack of dawn and like go to the mosque and like Ramadan and all these like rituals that I had to do constantly because it's like, oh, you don't want to go to hell. You don't want to go to hell. Avoid going to hell. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't laugh too loud. Don't be too loud. Be a, like it was a whole lot of stuff where I was like, I I've read the book and I don't buy this. Mm -hmm. So, but I had to like conform. Because that's people, in, especially in my family, they, they attach their own personal identity to the religion. Okay. It's like synonymous with who they are. So, really quick, I know this might yeah. be a dumb question. You are second generation? First? Like, what are you technically? Uh, since I was like born here, I'm technically first generation. Okay. So, your parents came here. Yeah. Holy shit. From Somalia. Yeah. Dude, I will say that like <clears throat> one of the coolest things like from moving from a small town to like the city is that i have run into so many like first and second generation people yeah and it's they're the most interesting people yeah by far oh, it's so cool they're so fucking awesome because it's like they unlike a lot of people in america and i feel like this is one of those things that like plays into the whole like immigrant thing and like why people are afraid of them people like taking their jobs it's like because immigrants are willing to work so much harder mm -hmm. because it's like they don't yeah, have my it. My dad thinks that I'm lazy. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He calls me lazy constantly because he, he he's been working 12 hours a day every day <coughs> since he's come to this country and that was like, what, 94? Dang. Yeah. Non-stop. Workaholic. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. It is super crazy because I feel like, uh, like I said, I met a lot of people in college when I was going for a little bit and a lot of them just were like so dedicated to like trying to fucking get their education fucking figure shit out and then like you know start owning like you know stupid you know real estate or you know do whatever they yeah. want and it's crazy too because a lot of these places have like like the currency 
exchange is so crazy. So it's like if they get a job here and they send money back home, it's like yeah, it's so much money, so much more money. Yeah. I had a friend whose dad worked here, but he had a family in the Philippines, and his dad the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, dude, that oh, he was so fucking weird. But he, his dad worked here, and he would send money back. And they owned like three or four houses. Yeah. Oh, back in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Dude, maids in uh, there's like a huge amount of like Filipino maids in the Middle East that sustain their families in like in the Philippines. It's it's pretty wild. Like women are like the breadwinners in uh, in the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's been that way for almost like forty years, if not more. Yeah. What do you think that's all about? Um, it's just, they could get jobs, like, they could be maids and it's marketable, you know, and it's, I mean, they get treated like fucking shit in the, in the UAE and stuff, but, like, they get paid so much. Okay. Uh, would, uh, do you think that being a black woman comedian is easier or harder in Columbus? Uh, easier. Easier? Because people are, they're surface-based. Like, I fucking, they think that, oh, they're you grew up poor. They're, they're so, like, they think that everything's generalized. And it's like, nah, I could tell you that factually there are multiple. I, I don't really know if I should say this, but, like, <laughs> I grew up in Tempe, Arizona. My dad was, like, a, he was a cab driver, like, in a college campus. And it's a huge, like, popular party town, ASU. Oh, really? So he was making a pretty de- decent living. And I was an only kid, so, like, my parents... Oh, you're only a child? Yeah. My mom was, like, a coupon clipper, so we just saved money, and all the money was spent on me. Like, extreme couponing, or just regular? Oh, yeah, extreme. Like, did she get money back? Like, we would get coupons at the crack of dawn. We would go to, like, the bad neighborhood and get, like, newspapers and clip them before I went to school. Dude, that's hilarious. I know. (laughs) Yeah, we had fun. We had, like, Angelsoft for, like, 15 years in my household. Whoa. That's nuts. I know. That's crazy. um... But they saved so much money that, like, not only I have an inheritance that's like thirty thousand now, which I haven't touched spent or anything. Money in, yeah. yeah, haven't. But like, I was provided for. Okay. In ways that I could say, like, when Time War tells me stories about his childhood, I'm like, "Fuck, that's <laughs> rough, man." Like, I didn't grow up that way, and I could tell you, I grew up more privileged than isn't male it, comics that I know. Is it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's one of the things that like really bugs me about this whole situation i've talked to chris johnson about this a little bit and it's like a lot of these people who are like super woke or whatever they're always like they're always like oh like well i read this book or i you know know a black guy who you know grew up in the hood (laughs) and it's like dude you don't know shit it's like do you like these they think that because they read books that and like it's a weird thing that like empathy sympathy or whatever it's like they think they can read it mm-hmm. and that they can understand what it's like to live yeah. in that situation. It's like, you don't. Yeah. And it's like, you can read every book in the fucking world and you, you will get still, it. Yeah. yeah. Like I can read a book about Holocaust, you know, survivors yeah. and I'm not, Yeah, you. Are, I'm not right? going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I could have distant ancient relatives that are Jewish, mm-hmm. but I'm yeah. still not going to understand. But you wouldn't know, like I've seen uh, all those like Holocaust movies and you wouldn't know that. Jewish people are raised with the whole panic of, yeah, the Holocaust might happen again. They're just born with that. Exactly. They're just like, hey, uh, procreate. <laughs> we might get killed again. 
it's they have to live with that impending fear it's like yeah. hey uh you remember like your grandparents yeah they they died with like six million other people but who knows if it'll happen again people are already anti-semitic so deal with it so let me ask you this do you think that uh like well and this might be different for you since you're somali and your family like came here like recently or whatever um would you say that there's like a similar panic for the black community uh, or like yeah you think it's so different it's different different but there are tragedies i, yeah, I yeah. would say but i wasn't raised with the panic of yeah police brutality as much as a person who was american black yeah. african-american and like yeah. oh, who was an american that was born here where like my parents are racist like they're just like oh yeah we won't get treated like cops in the same way that like an african-american person would <laughs> they, yeah. they they think oh, that yeah, way yeah they do and it's like you're about the same. <laughs> i get that you think that you're privileged <laughs> but you're black and wait you were the you were the comedian that was telling me that so because you said your family's somali but you said that you are so black that your family has made fun of you before? Oh, yeah. They always... It was, like, a childhood thing. Really? Yeah. Because I was, like, the blackest person. I also had, like, the thickest, like, hair texture in my family. Whoa. Yeah. What What's that all about? Like, did... It's just... That's what is deemed, like... Because they were colonized by, like, Italians, the English, and, uh... And Arabs. So you just got more of the black? Yeah. That's like, interesting. I just, like, grew up with more black. But do you still have, like, the Italian shit in you? Yeah, yeah. My parents, well, my mom's side of the family, they all speak, like, Italian and, like, uh... Oh, yeah, shit! Yeah, and, like, they were all colonized by him. And my dad is, like, more, like, Southern. Okay. Yeah. But your parents are both Somali? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, nice. Uh, do, have you ever gone? No. No? I don't know if I will. I, I'd want to go there, like, once, but, yeah. My grandma already died, and she was, like, the person that I wanted to visit. But, okay, okay. Yeah. Dang. So, uh, so you started doing comedy. You started, uh, you know, wh what... Oh, I didn't answer your question. Oh, yeah. me into doing comedy. Oh, yeah, what got you into it? Uh, I've loved comedy since I was, like, a kid. Like, okay. I, just, I grew up watching, like, sitcoms with my parents and all, like, humor was just, like, a core part of my childhood. Then I, like, found stand-up when I was, like, 10 or 11, and that was, like... It became like my favorite thing instantly. Like, who's your yeah. favorite? Uh, every year I had like a different person. It, it, things like really changed for me when I found like uh, Louis C.K. I think I was like twelve or thirteen, and I watched like live at the Beacon Theater, and I okay. couldn't believe that like stuff was so original. Dude, like, uh, he's he's definitely one of the guys that I feel like a lot can of I people. Take another rip? Yeah, go for it. I feel like uh, he is one of the guys that definitely has a uh, uh, not work <laughs> uh he definitely is one of those guys that oh, whatever it's all good uh he is one of those guys that a lot of people have talked to me and they're like yeah he's like my favorite comedian it's funny too because it's a lot of women yeah a lot of women yeah. really like louis ck and yeah. it's like it's interesting to me like, uh he has i think he's like he's able to convey philosophical ideas okay. through humor okay he's also like a, an incredibly like emotional person like if you've seen as like uh louis like there are some hilarious like emotional moments yeah that when did that show stop uh 2015 okay yeah 
Why did it stop? Was that um, because of the I think it was just, no, <laughs> no. It, was, it, it happened like two and a half years before, but I think it was just over it. Okay. Because like, if you watch season five, like it's different from one through four. Yeah, I feel like uh, that whole stuff, like uh, all those shows that were coming out, it's like the same thing with like Atlanta or Dave. Like, yeah, I just but he the- set a certain standard. Yeah. Like, he, he shot and filmed it with, like, his buddy who was, like, a professional photographer. Like, he, if you watch, um, he has, like, season one, like, like, uh, who are we talking about right scenes. now? Louis, like, the oh, way yeah. that he shot the show. Cause it changed how comedic, like, shows were done after that. Like, shows by other comics. Where, like, he would edit this, like, every episode on his MacBook. And, like, take like different lenses for different shots and be very particular like he even like wrote the songs damn like for louis yeah yeah damn yeah he wrote it with uh who's a he's a he's a very famous um oh reggie watts oh shit okay okay and this is back in 2010 so it was like before reggie watts like truly blew up so louis ck live at the beacon yeah that's what really blasted you off yeah where i was like i love this more than anything so who so would you say that he's probably been like the most influential yes in sense of like you know yeah okay yeah in comedy and like in life like yeah influential i i like louis because i feel like one of the like and it's not because he said the n-word but it's like he yeah. was able to do you know that word is so taboo that no one can touch mm-hmm. it but he still found a way that yeah. he could use it and yeah. get you yeah. know i i mean at least as far as i saw yeah. he might have got backlash but not nearly as much as like yeah. you know what i mean as he joe rogan just got yeah. <laughs> what happened with joe um i actually have no fucking clue i because i just saw lucas post or post something and i was like yeah. what the fuck so i looked and I guess supposedly Joe, uh, like in like the course of however long he's been doing the podcast, he has used the N word a few times. And I guess he, one of the times he, he was talking, I guess all these pieces have been taken out of like context or whatever, but I guess, uh, he is always talking about it. And like it, when he's talking about it, he's using it in terms of like, when someone is saying it or from like a excerpt of a book or something like that. I don't know. But then there was one time that he did say that he was trying to go see planet of the apes and a taxi driver dropped him off and they were like, Whoa, did they drop us off in the middle of Africa or something like that? And people got a lot of like, (laughs) dude, I don't know, man. This is, this is why China is going to ruin all of us. Cause we are spending so much time over what a man says. This mm-hmm. guy's just living his life. And it was like, let's th- let's find all the, all the times that he said one word. Yeah. Meanwhile, China is finding ways to control humanity Dude. and doing it efficiently. They are with this. Yeah. Why do you give a shit what a middle-aged guy's doing? The man's just tossing kettlebell, uh, get- kettlebells. Yeah. The <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> why do we care so much? Oh, shit. Every time I look at the news, like I scroll through Twitter like once a day, and I'm like, "What is wrong with us? What's yeah. going on?" What? So, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think China's going to fucking take over? We're going to run out of water. 2050, COVID's going to kill half of Americans. We either get fit or all the fat people die by 2030. That's for damn sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, which is a good thing. Uh, if you don't get disciplined by 2040, you're going to get killed. 
Yeah. Because China's going to make you fucking wear beige and work at Amazon <laughs> for like 16 <laughs> hours a day. You better have a fucking career or something to provide. It, Baking. That's my. That's going to be my fallback. It. It is so... I need to learn Mandarin, dog. Yeah. Shit. I feel like a lot of people nowadays, like, just don't know how to do shit. Like, uh... Yeah, we just fucking stare at our phones. Yeah. Like, we spend our lives staring at our phones. It blows my mind yeah. how often I'll be at a comedy show or I'll be, you know, and I do it sometimes, obviously, if I'm, like, <laughs> getting ready for my set or whatever, but it blows my mind how often you'll be at a comedy show or you'll just be out like in public and people are just on their phones mm -hmm. all the fucking time and it's like are you guys not aware yeah. of anything it's like, an addiction yeah it's like a genuine addiction in the same way that alcoholism is sugar yeah. it's like this is a problem that's a crisis yeah in our lives it's it, <laughs> and the thing for me is that like i guess like for me it's it might be a little different because i am a comedian and i like to watch people and whatnot but like i just feel as if like a lot of people just don't know what's happening not just in like in regards of like what's happening like around them but it's like even with themselves like everyone's so quick to be like oh i'm depressed or oh i'm like this or whatever mm -hmm. and it's like have you exercised have you put your phone down maybe for a few yeah. seconds everyone always gets so upset with me because <laughs> they're like eddie you like don't know any of these movies you don't know this comedian or you don't know like this and it's like yeah because i don't fucking spend my fucking time mm -hmm. just consuming like worthless bullshit this worthless bullshit that i consume is like information yeah. it's like so i'm like learning stuff constantly yeah. like i'm more of like a, a learn how to put you know headlights in or learn how to you know build a furnace that melts yeah. aluminum type of guy i'm not yeah. like a hey watch funny animals get hit in the head with poles or something like that. I'm not yeah. like that type of yeah, guy. you're not some guy that's like retired. Yeah. <laughs> some shit my uncle does. Just like, let's watch, let's watch Zebra get eaten alive. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my uncle on, a, on an afternoon. I, I have been doing that this weekend. Though. This, <laughs> week, this weekend was pretty nuts because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm snowed in. I'm not going to uh, go yeah, out. Yeah. Might as well watch fucking lions and yeah. tigers try to fight each other. Yeah, I watched Midsommar last night. What? That was actually fun. Okay. Like, it's... A lot of people make it seem a lot worse than it is. I enjoyed it. Okay. I like the aesthetic. They made murder seem very nice. But, um, I... I do watch comedy, but I don't watch it, like, all day long. Okay. Like, I'm kind of... Uh, Toilet uh, has, like, a job where, like, he could just drive around for, like, an eight-hour shift and, like, pop in whatever podcast. And that's, like... That's living it up. But I don't do that all the time, but, like... Do you listen to podcasts often? Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. at least, like, for, like, a half hour a day or something like that. How many podcasts do you say that you keep up on? Uh, three or four? Okay. Yeah. I've definitely cut down. Who, uh, those. who is your favorite? If you're gonna, like, check out a podcast, who's your podcast? Ooh, uh, Tim Dillon. Oh, dude, such yeah. a good podcast. Yeah. The Bonfire and, uh, and Tim Dillon are just okay. my rotations at the moment. Okay. I would say that right now I'm definitely, uh, I'll pop in like right at this point, Joe Rogan for me is like someone who, if he's got a guest that I want to see, yeah. I'll pop on and I'll watch. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say Andrew Schultz's podcast, yeah. uh, with Akash Singh yeah. and Mark Agnon. Yeah, yeah. That one's good. Flagrant, Flagrant too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, Tim Dillon, Tim nice. Dillon's yeah. cause it's like 
if I want to learn pop culture stuff really quick, yeah. I'll watch Flagrant 2. Yeah. And then if I want to learn the yeah. right-wing conspiratorial whatever, I'll watch Tim Dillon. Yeah. It's like it's oh. a good balance. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. because he's, Oh, I like No Jumper sometimes. Who's that? With like, no Jumper is uh, Adam-22. He's in like the whole like rap scene and like really like pop culture that's like about to blow up okay but um i like that for like uh for just general like newer shit uh have you thought about starting a podcast uh i have been tentatively working on a pot well it's we haven't been working on it in a long time we yeah tucker Uh-oh. and i have wanted to do a podcast oh for a shoot while. that would be fire yeah we recorded our first episode like a year ago oh it's <laughs> a funny thing and like um we've just had like life like get in the way and stuff um but we should be starting late this month i'm hoping like he has more time now and i have a stricter schedule but I'm um, hoping uh, February, early March. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is exciting. I, I would say that one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of people, um, and I mean, I've he- heard you say this and stuff like that on stage and whatever, where it's like, this podcast isn't necessarily like the funniest podcast, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And people like yeah. watch, uh, you yeah. know what I mean? I had my friend who was on that HBO show, which was interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I like to, I, and I'm trying to have more than just comedians on yeah. because it's like, uh, like one of the biggest things that I have noticed, especially during the pandemic. And this is actually kind of the reason I started the podcast is that like, I would be walking around with my dog outside and, uh, with my, uh, roommate at the time. And we'd be walking around, people would be like, Oh, Hey, what's up, Eddie? And I'd say, you know, Hey, what's up? Whatever your name is, Jerry or Ed or, you know, whatever fucking their name is. And he'd just look at me and he'd be like, how do you know all these people? And I'm just like, I talk to them. I ask them about shit. You know, we go beyond the fucking weather. And it's like, I just notice that people aren't paying attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like people don't know, you know, what music shows are happening. People don't even know about comedy shows. People don't even know about like the artists in town and stuff like that. This is if people who live in Columbus don't live in Columbus. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, Hey, have you been to like a popular bar? And they're like, what's that street? Yeah. What is high street? I'm like, why do you live here? Exactly. I knew I I just met a guy or why I met him for a minute, but I just recently learned that he doesn't know street names. Yeah. He doesn't... Yeah, I know. Or, like, people like Simon, who's a comic who recently moved to Columbus, but he is infatuated with the city for some reason, was like, what's Jai Eagle? Like, he just asked, like, that question as if it's, like, a normal thing to ask in Ohio. What is one of the most popular grocery stores in the state? Leave your apartments, folks. It is kind of funny, because I grew up in a small area... Uh, and Ty and I talked about this because he's from like the similar area. Oh, Lima. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm from a uh, Toledo area, uh, and so we had close. Chiefs. Yeah. Which is like our version of like Giant Eagle. Oh yeah, I know the place. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, when I moved here, I was like, what the fuck is Giant Eagle? Yeah. But then I was like, sounds like a Native American name. Yeah. So it's probably. <laughs> <Giant> <laughs> Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Black Bear was? Yeah. <laughs> Big Bear. Oh, dude. But, I mean, Walmart's the same everywhere. That's good. So. Yeah, it's consistent. Walmart and Kroger. What place do you like to shop? 
Oh, I go to all of them, dude. You go to all of them? I go What about Lucky's? Over. You go to Lucky's? Yep. I went to Lucky's the other day, like dude. right before the snowstorm. Dude, during the pandemic, they were doing those $5 rotisserie chickens. Dang. Dude, yeah. that shit Yo, was- Yo, they're $5 sandwiches. It's like the size of a foot long, and I'll, I just like have like one throughout the day. It's like, this is the shit. Fucking, I love that shit, yeah. man. They're um, produce too, like on point. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you do a lot of uh, so I know we're jumping all over the place. Yes. But uh, fucking you do like you're just a very interesting person because you do comedy, you fucking do um, you know, exercise. You start doing baking. Well, I mean, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but you've. Uh, it'll be two years in May. Tell me about that. Uh, it was like a quarantine thing. I was just fucking pulling my hairs out from like being so bored, but um. It was like something that I've always wanted to do and scared me and I just started trying it and I failed for like the entire first month that I did it. I just kept on fucking up. Dang. But like I, I had so much time, like I had so much time on my hands. So I just kept on trying it. What's your favorite thing to yeah. bake? Ooh, sourdough. Sourdough? Yeah. You, uh, you make your own sourdough starter meal? Yeah. Yeah. How I, long is, how, how long has, yeah, how long have you had the sourdough starter that you've had now? Do you like reset it um, or do you have you had this one? No, since? it's the same guy. Damn. Yeah, From the yeah. very beginning? Oh, yeah. I, I've had it for about, yeah, uh, 24, 20 months now. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Do you eat a lot of non leavened bread at all? Um, no. No. No, it's usually leavened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was one of the craziest things when I started like learning because I I work with a lot of like yeast and beer and stuff like that, yeah. so I kind of understand how everything works. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand that, and this is something I learned in that industry is that like there's just you know yeast everywhere, mm -hmm. and you can just fucking yeah. get yeah get yeast out of the fucking air. Yeah. Like there's like sour beers. Yeah. There's fucking you know uh you know like you just said kombucha and stuff yeah. like that yeah they, natural like living organisms yeah. and if you use like sugar and like Ugh. you just feed it with like water and sugar and because i things. was always like how did they how did they ever get all that shit to do all that bread stuff in the mm -hmm. past and i was mm -hmm. like oh some person just like left yeah. it out for a little yeah. bit and it carbs or energy dude that oh fucking that is insane energy. so you started doing sourdough first yeah okay yeah. And, like, everything else is sourdough is so hard that, like, making, like, a brioche or, like, just folding, like, a no-need dough is nothing. Yeah. Like, it's so easy. You do everything by hand? Yeah. Okay, sweet. I'm, I'm too cheap to buy a KitchenAid. Yeah. I won't buy that until I'm, like, actually rich. I, yeah, I will say it's definitely better to do oh, everything by hand. Yeah. Because then, and this is my philosophy for everything, where it's, like, you start off doing everything by hand, and then you can get the convenience things yeah. because then you also then learn what things you need because yeah. then you're like oh like i like this takes too much time mm -hmm. and while i'm trying to also do this so instead i'll just get like a grinder whatever mm -hmm. you know whatever you need for whatever you're doing yeah um what kind of flour do you use most of the time Ooh, uh, king arthur uh preferably bread flour because it has like 12.4 percent gluten but their AP is pretty good. It's like 11.7. So it's like, it's just a small margin, but the gluten structure is like so much easier. To Talk build. to me a little bit about gluten. What do you know about it? Uh, you got to fold. You got to fucking fold it up and stretch. Gluten and good fold. or bad? Good. Gluten, okay. big good. You have to, don't, don't have garbage bread. Just fucking eat decent stuff. Okay. That's
that's the weird thing about i get i have a whole problem with like diet culture as a whole because like it's whatever works for you but like don't demonize an entire category because either you don't have self-control or maybe your body just doesn't agree with it yeah yeah i was gonna say i but build that gluten dog have you ever made seitan uh no i want to try it though it i made it it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't great really yeah i mean it was just because like maybe it wasn't i didn't marinate it long enough or i didn't maybe it was i didn't fold it enough but like it was probably close Mm -hmm. but i definitely got more of a bread taste than it was like it was most it was just gluten but I still had like probably too much starch in there or I took too much starch out. I don't know because the video that I watched, like he was like kneading it, got all that milky water out and then he dumped it out into this thing. And he said that you can make use that starch to make bacon out of it. And I never did that because I was like, that's too much work. So then I ended up just, uh, you know, probably rinsing it too much because I feel like when you have some of the gluten in there, it's supposed to give it a little bit of flavoring. And then, or, or I'm sorry, starch. The starch in there is supposed to give a little bit of flavoring. And then depending on how much starch you leave in it, you can like make beef or chicken or whatever. So yeah, it was weird. And also the tying process was weird too. Like yeah. I didn't do that very well. So that's uh, probably also. Yeah. It's like, tough when you do things like for the first time, it's pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was one of those things that I tried that I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'd rather just, you know, bake some chicken yeah. breast now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so you've been doing a lot of baking. Uh, uh, have you, I see you bring a lot of that stuff to your comedy stuff a lot of times. It's pretty good. Yeah. You're like, I want to do more stuff. You want to do more? I, I always like find, I, I love like just getting high and like scrolling through like recipes Okay. Just like finding things because I cook all the time. So I'm like, oh, I want to make this. Do you have like a specific schedule for your cooking? Nope. I shouldn't. It's about time I do now. Yeah, I was going to say it's one of those things I've been thinking about now because, you know, with comedy, especially comedy and then like having a dog and having a 10 hour shift, you know what I mean? You just don't have time to like do anything. It's like you get home, you know, you can, you might be able to make something, you know, for you know an hour or two you know what i mean but like after the, yeah. like by then you know you're eating right before you're set and that fucking sucks yeah. no one likes to eat yeah, before yeah. you're set yeah i don't like being full before so. but it's like it's healthier if i do that but i'm also like uh yeah i'd rather just eat at 1 a.m yeah i i love getting those tacos yeah. before the fucking yeah. set but yeah, the same... that taco place right by juniors yeah I, I, people don't understand why i tell people to go to the taco place right by juniors instead of juniors but it's because mex press is that fucking good dude uh, the food trucks they're, in just, they're perfect it's like when i was 21 and i started going out all the time yeah. uh street meat yeah. just uh euros just yeah. everywhere he's always a drunk yeah. or just pjs yeah. i mean that's not Kebab food truck time on, yeah on hudson oh. yeah, that guy you get the fries and garlic sauce you've got a good night that's a fucking good night so let's see so we got baking yeah muslim we talked about your muslim yep. stuff you yes. started off uh you started off doing it okay. in the uh in like the little you know headwear what why did you stop was that just because you stopped well, following the religion or Uh, was that like a it was like i was waiting it out like i wanted to take it off i just didn't i couldn't find the courage to stop dang and that took a long time 
So would you say that like being in that religion and like because like you that's something interesting because I've always wondered this about like you know I have like people who have family that live in China they can't like talk about certain shit on the phone with their family because they'll get in trouble or whatever Um, would you say that this that that fear has uh, permeated into like your life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there, does that like make uh, you more hesitant to do things? Uh, it used to, it doesn't anymore, but it, it took some time. That was something that I dealt with when I first like did shrooms was like all the religion trauma. Oh, Cause I, re- I felt guilt. I was like, Oh, I want to drink, but like, I, oh, this is bad. Cause I, no drinking it, at all. Yeah. It's a hard, hardcore, no drinking, no bacon. Like that's don't ever do that. But Damn. like, I had so much now? guilt. Oh yeah, oh, it's <laughs> fucking. I always. I love using like bacon grease, to, like roast like potatoes. Oh, so good. Um, but like drinking too. Where I was like, I was twenty one, and I was like, I st- I want to drink, but like, Damn. I'm. I feel anxious about this. This is making me uncomfortable. So when I did like shrooms, I just sat there for like hours, just like thinking about it. Um, is it one of those things? Have do you have a lot of uh, Muslim jokes? No. No? No. Is that another thing because you're, like, afraid or... No, I just close the chapter. I'm like, I don't identify with this. I also don't, like... It's it's kind of like uh, I'm not a part of this community and I know how touchy-feely it gets because people who are in it, they're offended that I'm not. Like, I already know that I'm not, like, a preferred, like... Oh, Damn. I don't want to, you know, associate with you. So I'm like, I don't really care about this. I don't, I don't respect a belief system enough to even like give it thought. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to like take rent in my head. Um, what would you say is your, your like normal writing process? Like, how do you go about like when you go to sit down and write stuff? Like, how do you go about like getting a joke together? And uh, is there like a, you know? A specific process that you go to is there like a specific yeah. comedian that you listened to a long time ago or something or uh, no i just write um i just wake up and usually something like i i usually wake up and go on a walk and at that point i start like thinking of something and then like drink my coffee at some point keep like writing and when i'm at the gym like i continue like tagging something and then i do the set listen to the bits and okay sit down at night or something something i feel like i have a problem with is that my brain likes to uh like uh super focus on specific things like do you have that issue too like if i'm like trying to think about a joke and it's like oh shit like i have this joke idea but like i don't know how to like finish it like do you get stuck or do you just kind of like drop it and move on and then you'll come back to Um, it i I usually do the set again. Like I do, like an, I do that joke again. Um, but sometimes I've like before, like my wig snatching joke, which used to be like a closing joke for me. I when I first came up with that joke, I just kept on trying to tag it for like two hours. Okay. Like I was just like like I thought that I was going crazy because I just like stood there for like two hours trying to like figure out how to tag it. Wow. But um. But it's, it, you just, like, keep on doing it until, like, 
it, if it doesn't get a reaction, then it's not worth it. Like, yeah. I had a joke about arugula, and Lucas was like, why do you do that joke? And I was like, I, it's, it's about time I threw it away. Dude, like, I had I tried a, it three times at Shrunken. I had a joke like that when I was, when I first started, I tried to do a joke about fucking shredded cheese or some shit, <laughs> and uh, I don't know exactly, and Chris always talks to me about this, he always tells me that, like, Johnson, he always will say, like, he thinks that, like, I was trying to do what i thought i was supposed to be doing or something whereas yes. like uh, <laughs> you some old man yeah, yeah, mind just, tricks. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it's like you think you want to be like this but you really not yeah, like yeah. this it it feels really good here, too. let me tell you something i really <laughs> wish that like chris johnson was that person that wasn't like super like chill Dude. he's such a like chill guy that looks like he knows like karate i know did you, did you see him square up at the uh fucking shrunken yeah, head yeah, dude, dude yeah, i thought <laughs> I was laughing at him all night for that. I was like, dude, I have never seen you take a pose. Yeah. He looks like a fucking anime character. He yeah. like, Whoa! And I was like, damn, son. It's like he's ready to go. I love Chris. Yeah, he, he could be like a superhero, like, stunt double. He could. Yeah. He could have been like fucking yeah, you know, Chad, Mackey's like Chadwick Boseman's yes. fucking ch <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> he, uh, but he, on like, we were doing a set. It was uh, after Brewdog. I went to Shrunken Head, and he was like, dude... I really wish I could have a video of the set that I first saw you do and then had this video and then we could show like the videos right next to each other. You're like a completely different comic. Yeah. And it feels good to hear that because I'm like a lot of times yeah. I feel like I go through that like, am I doing this right? Like or whatever. And uh, what would you say? So and this is something else that I've also noticed, but it's also open mics. And I feel like a lot of us don't do a whole lot of shows. But what would you say um, is, like, joke rotation? Like, so if you're going to be doing a joke, so, like, when I go out to, like, open mics, and, I mean, everybody makes jokes about this, um, we always see the same comedians doing, like, the same exact jokes. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say is, like, not the correct, but your preferred, like, joke rotation? Like, how often do you do a joke before you're like, all right, like when you were like oh, did you do your police barista joke and i was like no and you're like good and then i was like shit and then you but like how so the question is is like how often do you do a joke before you're like all right this is either good or i'm done with it before you know what i mean there isn't like a certain number of times okay cause like every joke is different yeah yeah like, um like my vaccine joke i came up with that one uh in may of 2021 Okay. And that's a joke that, like, I didn't know that it was good till, like, two weeks in. Like, I just kept on doing it and, like, tagging it. And eventually, like, it was, like, it got hard enough laughs. And I think just by listening to it, you're like, okay, this one's really getting, like, a great laugh. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, certain comics, like, when they laugh at a joke. I'm like, okay, this is good. And uh, do you often... Oh, sorry. Uh, do you often, like, write jokes... And then, like, that night, do them on stage? Or do yeah. you, like, okay. Yeah, like, almost every day. Hell like, yeah. I'll do that. Hell I'll, yeah. Some people, like, don't do, like, a joke, like, on a showcase. Like, they're like, oh, I'm not going to do a single new joke. But I'll, tr I'll try to, like, sneak one in. Yeah. And I'm like, I believe in this one. Yeah. Or I'm like, I know this one's going to do well. I was just watching a video where they were talking about, like, rules of comedy. Or it was, like, three yeah. golden yeah. rules of comedy. And it was, yeah. like, w number one, be funny. <laughs> number two 
was uh what was it number two was never start with new material yeah he said shit sandwich yeah he's like he's like he's like you can you can you know do a new joke but he's like just don't start off with it he's like i know that you might be in the shower thinking oh my god this would be so fucking good and then you get on stage and it doesn't get anything he's like that's that's all the things that you do in your first year yeah like i remember doing that at an open mic and it, like two hours later watching doc the documentary comedian and colin quinn says that and i'm like fuck that's what I <laughs> like you learn to not do that yeah just like i tried and true first if you want to sneak that guy in you'll do it were you quick to jump in on talking to people or were you pretty slow? Cause you seem like pretty, pretty nervous or whatever. I, for our comedy scene, I was relatively quick. Like I started becoming friends with like Logan, like three months in. Hell yeah. Like, but, um, I felt anxious with like certain people. Like it was just different. Like Logan and I got along cause we were both like stray cats and like lucas it took like about like a year and a half for us to like become like friends and i was like i was like intimidated by him like there are certain people that i'm like i'm intimidated by you who are you intimidated by the most i'm not intimidated by anyone okay, anymore yeah. but like i'd say like ian miller like he was kind of like someone who was getting booked and like was like getting stuff in our comedy scene and i was like oh he's one of those like scary cool comics i like i like ian yeah because he is. He's, he's a cool guy the reason why i like ian is because i feel like he is like the only comedian who truly has his foot in both doors and like the woke scene yeah and the like and like yeah, the yeah. you know edgy scene because yeah. he's like he doesn't care yeah. and he understands both sides yeah. he grew up in the hilltop does, or whatever yeah. so it's like yeah. so that's why i love him so much yeah. because he pushes back against everybody yeah. and that's like the thing that yeah. like we need more of that yeah you know what i mean oh definitely like for people if you're going to stay in our scene it's better to be like ian yeah if you're like oh i'm here in columbus and this is my home then yeah you should be good to everyone and like be uh he's such a great storyteller yeah. Like, I love, like, his, like, cadence. Like, yeah. his Wendy's joke. He did that on Monday. Uh, so great. Who would you say is your favorite local comic? Ooh, that's a tough one. If you were, like, if it you had to... depends. If, yeah, if you're, like, hey, there's three shows going on. <laughs> three, I don't know, of the best comedians in Columbus. We're just talking Columbus comedians. So, or it like, would have to be, like, a specific... There has to be... I can't generalize. Okay, okay. Is there like a do you would would like, you would you say that you have like different uh, favorite comedians for different styles? Um, because like Ian, I would say Ian Miller. Like if I had a top five, Ian Miller would be in my top five. Yeah. Uh, someone who else is in my like top five would be like a uh, Peter Brick. Yeah. Peter Brick yeah. and Joel He's Good. He's so underrated, dude. I was talking to him, uh, and he was talking about how he wants to he wants to get a dry bar special. Yeah. So he wants to he's trying to find like a like a venue and stuff like that, so you yeah. can do like a thirty minute or forty five minute thing. So that'd be fucking yeah. dope. I yeah, fucking miss would. him. He's always doing funny shit. Yeah, he's great. He's so talented. But you don't have yeah. like a like a person that you'd want to watch. Mm, no, it mm. depends on the day. Cause okay. The, what mood you're in yeah it's easier for me to like to pick my like my favorite like comics from other scenes than like okay than our own homegrown scene because okay. it's like we're still growing yeah we and that's the other crazy thing is too is like, xavier would be in my top three really yeah hell yeah, yeah. you know what um xavier shana and samson 
dude. Those are my top three, yeah. It's so funny because I was just talking to uh, Samson the other day, and I always say this to everybody, but, like, he is so, like, smart. Yeah. It's, like, crazy yeah. how smart he is. And, yeah, he doesn't necessarily do jokes in, like, you know, the standard format. Yeah. He's not, like, doing punchlines necessarily yeah. all the time or whatever. But, like, the way he does, like, if you were going to say anybody does talking comedy, yeah. he does it the best. Yeah, he's you so know? conversational. Yeah, yeah. It's the only person that I could compare him to is Patrice O'Neill. And I know that it's been done often, but, like, he just, he thinks in jokes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need a notepad, but he has one. Yeah. I fucking love Samson. Yeah, yeah, like, he'll, he'll like, come out, like, once a week now, and it's just like, oh, you're just crushing. Yeah. And I, like, missed two minutes of that, because fucking, <laughs> so, like, it just, Tim's is, like, talking to me, or, like, someone else is like, oh, fuck, Samson's only here for, like, five minutes, and it's annoying. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, he's super humble about it, too. He doesn't want to admit yeah. that he's, like, you know, super good. Yeah. He's like, dude, I just talk. I just ramble. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, but a lot of comedians do that, and yeah. they're not. Uh, you don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> The last uh, thing I want to hear is fucking <laughs> Jordan uh, Basso just ramble on. Oh, God. Oh, dude. And, there, yeah, there's a lot of comedians, too, that I love. There's, like, a few key words that they'll say, and I'm like, oh, they're about to do this joke. I can't wait. Let's see what the crowd... I love it when it's a full room, and it's, like, a joke. You're like, I don't know. Like, you yeah. know, a lot of people will, like, laugh at other people's jokes, and they're like, oh, like, you know, you know this joke is bad or whatever and then like you get a full room and then you're like oh let's see what this joke yeah. does yeah well, to how, people what, what does it weigh down and it happens like there are times where like Basso had like a great set like, uh, like it was not last not last not, set but the Friday before dude crushed so crushed. good and I told him I told him that I was like dude that was like the best set yeah. it was a good it was an yeah. easy crowd but like but they were into jokes. Like, yeah, they were good that, that was the, he did it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like I feel like sometimes he'll do his jokes, and I'm just like, I'm just like, ah, oh, dude. Like some of these are like really good, and like yeah. these guys aren't even laughing. Yeah. But like that Friday, dude. Like I, I came off that. I I wrote that was actually probably one of the first times in a long time that I had wrote a joke that day. I didn't do it at the showcase mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. And then uh, fucking and then when I went to Shrunken, I did do it, and it worked yeah. and it was like good and yeah. i was like hell yeah this is like i feel confident yeah. that i'm like starting to get it because i'm like yeah. not to the point where i can like think of a joke and then try it that night and then you know get yeah. laughs but yeah. now i'm like okay now i'm like on the track because somebody was i was watching another something about humor or whatever and they were talking about like whenever you have a conversation and then you leave that conversation and then you're like oh shit i could have said this or i could have said that or whenever you get off a of stage they were saying that, that that's that's a good thing yeah because that's what's happening is yeah. your brain is like trying to make those connections and eventually like let's say it takes you two hours and then the next time it takes you an hour and eventually you'll get to the point where it's like in the moment where you're like something happens yeah. and you can make a joke about yeah. it instead of it being like oh fuck it would have yeah. been so funny to say this or something like that yeah. and i have a lot of those moments yeah. All the I, time. More recently, I mean, I think writing helps helps with that like, yeah. drastically. But I have this at Shrunken Head, but for some reason, my crowd work kills harder than the jokes at Shrunken. Your crowd work is good, though. Yeah, but it's like it kills. Like in other rooms, my jokes kill. Yeah. More than the crowd 
fucking crowd work, but it shrunk and like there was some guy that got like a phone call and I just started like riffing on his like baby mamas because he was like some hilltop guy. <laughs> and that that was like the hardest, like those were the hardest laughs that I've had at Shrunken in a while. It is weird. I will say that like Shrunken Head has kind of not like transformed, but like it almost seems as if the uh the crowd that comes there for comedy, they know that it's there, like they're there for comedy now. <laughs> I feel like now it's not like a surprise. Sometimes it is, but most of the time it's not. And it's like, I feel like that Mike, a lot of people do like the crowd work. They like yeah. to get shit on. They like to like have fun or whatever. Yeah. Not, you know, maybe not like, you know, making fun of them, but like, they like the interaction where it's like other rooms yeah. you notice like i feel like uh saber pints some, some, sometimes like that too where like the crowd gets a little too involved yeah. you're like all right dude it's like yeah they want attention yeah 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 so and that's hard to, and it's hard to like also i i have a hard time reading rooms sometimes mm -hmm. so it's like it's hard to know like oh this room you know like yeah you know topical yeah. or crowd work yeah. or but they... just watch like certain comics like you know every comics genres my standard for like an audience like if i if i'm feeling way too lazy to watch everyone i'll just watch how xavier does and xavier is a good litmus test because he's he's someone that's able to make everyone laugh dude yale yeah he's been killing it yeah oh, he's I been killing yale. the whole the host oh yeah I I told him I uh, messaged him yeah. on Saturday and I was like, dude, like, like I know this is like yeah. weird, just me messaging you, but like, good shit. Like, yeah. you need your oh, own room. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, as I say, you need your own room. Or yeah, something. I'm gonna keep booking him for my show because he's every time I have his him, crowd he just work is phenomenal. Yeah, he's got definitely great got, jokes. Yeah, like, he's such a brilliant joke writer. He has like the whole like comedy package yeah like he could do impressions so well, well and yet he doesn't utilize that well, weapon yet yeah <laughs> i was just, that's one of yeah i feel like there's a lot of things and i feel like that's an issue with columbus comedy that like mm -hmm. i have too where it's like i have like a lot of like music or impressions that i want to start doing but it's like you know the scene it's not that i'm like afraid of the scene or whatever but it's just like it's so different i feel mm -hmm. like than my other comedy that like i don't want to like I, I don't want to yeah i don't want to become the music comic i yeah, don't want to become you would be huh you'd immediately get roasted i know remember that one time that like def showed up with like an acoustic guitar and oh, got, like we still talk about that it's not that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. and, and then uh well and i do a lot of uh like ukulele playing and uh, then tucker tuck i remember tucker he posted like, what are like, you gay yeah he's like he's like he's like don't even record <laughs> that music your, he's your, like what? yeah you, fag guitar <laughs> This is an accurate impression. Of Tucker. <laughs> I miss I miss Tucker with like the really long hair. I'm yeah. glad that he's getting it back because yeah. when I first met him, that's what he had. And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Damn, son, this guy." He he was just, like roasting people, yeah. and I feel like that was it's like hard because I know that like when I had long hair, a lot of people were confused because they were like expecting, and I wore a lot of cat shirts and stuff, so people were confused because they're yeah. like, "Is this guy going to talk about Are drugs and stuff like that?" And yeah. now he's like talking about race topics, like, yeah. "Whoa, what the fuck's yeah, happening?" Like, I thought you did acid and fucking went to went to Whole Foods, dude. <laughs> Where are your that's what it, that's that's kind of what the city did this to me. The city did this to me. Turn you into a hippie? Yeah, dude. Why'd you live in Clintonville, dog? I don't know, dude. I, dude, that was crazy. <laughs> I will say Clintonville was probably the f 
mo- like I always talk about Clintonville because it's the best. Yeah. But like I loved how close I was to protests. Yeah. And I was. Oh yeah. I, I still drive down like North Broadway and it's someone protesting something. something. And I just like honk and they're into it because I'm black. At this like, point, yeah! dude, it's, at this point, it's hard to know if it's like homeless people or protesters because it's like <laughs> like in Clinton, no, they're fucking wearing pa- Patagonia puffers, dude. And it was also so crazy because when the pandemic hit, like it, obviously there's homeless people yeah. on Clintonville, like you know on yeah, High yeah. Street and stuff like that. Like but like couple. it was almost like. As soon as the media was like homeless people are like jumping through the roofs, it was almost like they were placing homeless people just <laughs> random places, just like the front like of Kroger. Yeah, it was yeah. like I was like, bro, where did you come from? <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever. Like, it's who like, are I'm you? Going to this Kroger for five years. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? It's like that scene in like Louis where like they replace like a homeless guy with like another homeless guy yeah. on the street, <laughs> and he's the only person that sees it. Oh, dude, that shit was so nuts. Yeah. But my favorite was when I went to the protest dressed as Trump. Man, at first people weren't cool with it, but then they were like, "Okay, he's not like being weird. He's yeah. just being fucking a dork." So yeah. instead of it being like, "Oh, he's trying to spread you know right wing whatever," yeah. but you're just it, out there, dude. It, I will say it was super funny because there was a girl with a megaphone, <laughs> and I was louder with her than her with the megaphone. That yeah. was how crazy it was. <laughs> She's like, like, "You see what God wanted, dude?" <laughs> well, she came up to me and yeah. told me, "Hey, can you like quiet down?" And I was like, you have a <laughs> megaphone. I was like, this is an issue. Yeah. I'm sorry I took theater for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> like, it's like, try projecting. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, try talking to a mic with a room full of people who don't want to <laughs> listen to you. Like, get over it, lady. It's so funny. There, there's this, like, person that started comedy that's, like, a, a, like a USG, like, a, an OSU uh, v- I think she's like the president of like the OSU student government oh. and at OSU the student government yeah, like, yeah. gets shit on like they're they're so fucking annoying really like they don't really care about any issues but they're like hey every month they'll just send like a newsletter it's like hey let's not be racist this month <laughs> it's like for, like 30 Zendayas and this person started comedy it was like oh yeah so this is my ethnic identity this is who I am and I'm gonna tell you about how I feel it's like wh- when people show up to comedy and try to do them like do you not understand what this is entirely yeah it's like this is a joke we're all sad crazy people yeah we're all yeah it's like what are you talking about how how many hopes you have (laughs) and your fucking internship at the at the huff po god i hate people like that and the amount of people joining comedy right now who aren't doing comedy yeah. is also yeah it's kind of like the gym yeah like wow that's actually yeah. a really good yeah. analogy yeah it's like you see all these fucking comedians like actually like, doing this is my new year's resolution i'm like this is my set i don't have a healthy life right now every night i go to sleep at 4 a.m and wake up at 8 a.m in a panic because i have to come up with new jokes and i panic constantly <laughs> That is a really good analogy. Yeah. I like that one. Going to the gym. Yeah, yeah, like uh that like Liz um chick. She started coming out again. What? Yeah. I don't I feel like she's fucking Xavier. I'm not sure. I don't really give a shit, but it's a plausible oh, question where oh. I'm like, uh, he has a whole bit that he tells that's not the cream of his crop. <laughs> that joke is definitely not the best that he's got. It's funny, but it, come on. 
come on, Xavier. But like, I'm like, is he fucking her or is she like really trying to do comedy seriously? You said, so who is this? A Liz. Do you remember? No. So like, she used to come out last year, like in the beginning of last year. Okay. And like, Xavier like became friends with her and she's like a pretty upper middle class okay. white chick. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I have Nice seen person. Her. I'm just like. Maybe I've seen her around recently. Oh. There was a girl. Has she been around? Yeah. She used to come out like once a week last year. Like Has she been bit. around recently? Yeah, the last two Fridays. Okay, yeah, yeah I definitely saw her then. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. can't miss her. Yeah, because yeah, like uh, <laughs> when Co when Omicron was like really popping off, like the first two weeks of of January, nobody was coming out. Now there's like a lot all of a sudden. You went out during the pandemic a lot. Yeah, I fucking constantly. I really wish I would have. It's like my heroin, man. I, I yeah, I definitely feel like a lot of people nowadays like. A lot of people were like, uh, yeah. you know, during the time everybody was complaining, but yeah. I really wish, I, like, I regret yeah. that, like, out of all the things that yeah. I regret in my life, that's the yeah. one thing that I I regret. didn't realize that, like, meeting those comics, like, drastically improved how I did comedy, mm -hmm. but also, like, how well I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Yeah. And, and we talked about Yale a little bit, and, like, he went out during the pandemic, too, yeah. right? Yeah, and, like, yeah. One of the things I think that really helped him out, and I mean, this is a problem that I have, is that I'm just like over social. Mm -hmm. And like when he first started, he didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. Like he literally just yeah. sat in the fucking yeah. corner and he just like watched, yeah. wrote. Just there with his comp book, like yeah. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, he knew me because he was at the at the kill tony show like he sat like in the audience oh shoot and was like hey i saw you there and i like met it i used to call him like yale for like a <laughs> like right before the pandemic started <laughs> but like i knew him briefly but he was just like a quiet guy okay. and like now like he's one of the funniest people that i know like, yeah just a great hang yeah it's yeah. it's it's yeah he's definitely one of those guys that i really want to like you know build a friendship with more because yeah. he's you know i feel like out of everybody in Columbus, yeah. he's probably the closest to my style, like as in yeah. terms of like the stuff he talks about and everything. Yeah. So as in terms of like, you know, yeah. I, so I definitely feel like yeah. I want to uh, get Can to I know make him an little... offensive joke. Yeah, okay. do it. Um, you're like the, you know, when you go to like the sushi place and they have those like fish eggs that are like, oh, this is like caviar, but it's like a dollar extra. You're like that, but like Yale's beluga. That fucking that you fish for in in, the, in Croatia, where they're like, hey, you have to spend a hundred thousand dollars, but you might get arrested by the U.S. Embassy. That's like Yale. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he's yeah, dude. I fucking uh, yeah, he's really good. And uh, him and Chris Toilet, yeah. Chris Chris is really oh, you funny. Should get, would you get them together? Like, so I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. I know that I talked to Yale about it. He said yeah. he'd be down. I'm also trying to get uh, Samson and Christian on here, yeah, because oh, that'd be fun. Great, Next yeah. week we have uh, Erskine, yeah. so that's gonna be oh nice. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. Good. Ty is an interesting dude. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. especially because with his podcast, he's been doing a lot of like he's been doing a lot of kind of like what I'm trying to do, where it's like he's been just having ran like crazy yeah. random people. He had yeah. Dusty on talking about politics. Yeah. He had other people talking yeah. about love and stuff like yeah. that. That I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, getting like people to talk about what they're passionate about is like pretty dope. Yeah, especially because and this is like something I noticed after I left like the restaurant industry, but like people are much more interesting when mm -hmm. they're when they actually have like dreams and aspirations. Yeah. When they're not Big just time. drinking every day and yeah. doing drugs. It's so yeah. nuts. I mean, I'm doing drugs every day. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, but, you know. but but yeah. You do stuff. Yeah. 
yeah. on top of that. Like, yeah. you're not just doing heroin. Yeah. You're doing heroin yeah. on top of comedy. Yes. That <laughs> straight black tar, dude. I fucking huff that shit. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's fun because, like, having... I wish I was, like, a full-time, like, don't have to spend a minute at work comedian because yeah. I could fucking, like, bake in the morning and, like, yeah. just chill out, like, throughout the day. But, like, it's still... I enjoy doing the things that I do, and that's, like, something that I'm really happy about. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I definitely think it's important to have, like, different passions. And, well, and also something that you notice when you look at, like, real-life artists, like, and not just, like, you know, just comedians or musicians, and even them, but, like, if you look at, like, people who are really yeah. out there, they're not just doing comedy. Yeah. They're not just doing music. They're yeah. writing screenplays. They're writing skits. Yeah. They're writing... A stuff. lot of them are, like, Casey Neistat. Like, he's a fucking runner. Yeah. Like, he was someone that, like... I think he got into, like, a car accident. Or, like, it was some sort of accident in, like, in his uh, 20s. Where a doctor was like, hey, you'll never be able to walk again. And then, like, became a marathoner. On top of being, like, an accomplished filmmaker. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible... Like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, that's, that's inspiring. Yeah. And... And, it, and I think, and well, this is why it's, I find it very interesting, people who come from like, uh, either from like other countries or even people who come from like super religious backgrounds, because they are the ones that tend to have like the most uh, <clears throat> rigidity, like where it's like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me I yeah. can't. This is either God's will or, you know, I feel that <laughs> it's my destiny yeah. to do this. And it's like, those people are the best people because they have like, oh yeah, I like to walk in the woods and read, you know, fucking yeah. books. And it's like, yeah. whoa, shit, tell me more about these, you know, woods walks yeah. that you're going on. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So that's why I love having people on because it's like one of those things that like, oh yeah, Halima's a comedian, but like she also does, you know, baking and yeah. she, you know, used to be I'm a Muslim. I'm to Case File a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> case File. Yeah, I give myself the heebie-jeebies. Like, I'll just get high and walk around for like two hours. And I'm like, oh, fuck, the serial killer in Melbourne. He's <laughs> fucking cutting off women's arms. <laughs> He's going to be here now. Yeah, there's like, oh my God, he has what? He's six foot four, glasses, looks like an engineer. What? <laughs> and then yeah, you're just okay. like, I'm actually turned on a little yeah. bit right now. Yeah, just like, some chick like walking her dog, like walking. Watching me like turn around and spin in circles dude that was something that happened uh tim's and i were walking around and he's just like yeah dude like everyone always just thinks i'm so f weird you know what i mean and we're walking <laughs> and then he stops and says i don't want to walk this way let's walk this way and i'm just like thinking to myself i'm like dude like i know that like that's not like a super weird thing but like if someone was watching you that's weird to just yeah. be wa walking and then just turn around and walk somewhere else like <laughs> You're freaking people out when you yeah. do shit like that. I do that. I do that shit too, man. Yeah. Like the other day, I was like walking, and I was like walking towards like uh, I was walking south on high, like around the short north. The moment I saw like the homeless people in front of the UDF, like there were like ten homeless people just <laughs> scattering around. I like immediately like U-turn. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is not fucking happening. Yeah, but at least there was a reason yeah. for that. If someone was like. Oh, she yeah, saw. Like they'd be weird. watching, and they'd be like, "Okay, yeah. she saw those homeless people." Yeah. It's not like you're just walking in an alley and you m m get halfway in the alleyway and you just turn around, yeah. like, "Oh, uh, dude." It but is I was like at least 500 feet away, so I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's, that's a distance." Damn. Yeah, yeah, there's a decent, but I just like saw them from afar. There were like enough of them where they're like they could fucking out. They could outdo. <laughs> they right could. Out. 
out asks yeah, for change me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll fucking... I have so much change, they're yeah. gonna get it all. Yeah, I'm like, I know, I didn't give you a single dollar ever. Oh, shit. So, uh, f- fucking Halima, uh, you do a lot of shows. You yes. got any shows coming up recently? Oh, yeah. Other uh, uh, the ones that haven't been canceled? Uh, yeah. Tomorrow I'll be at Go Bananas. This isn't gonna come out tomorrow. Not tomorrow Unless will be, you're amazing at editing. I, c- I mean, we don't edit, so we just literally... Oh, sick. Yeah. That's cool. If you want, I mean, we can fucking put yeah. it up tomorrow if you want, or tonight even if you yeah, want. Yeah, if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah as see, try to get people out there awesome. or whatever. Yeah, go bananas tomorrow at two p.m. Uh, it'll be a fun show. I will also be at Go Bananas on uh, Wednesday again. Go bananas on Monday. Damn. Go uh, bananas regular. Uh, I I'm doing showcases. I do want to host at a comedy club. Like that's a goal, but I don't really know how attainable that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to get my hopes up with that like new funny bone stuff. And I'm like, oh, it would be so fucking cool. I. This is what I'm gonna tell every single person. I and I didn't do it before, and I don't know how Henry runs it or anything. Mm-hmm. But this is all I want to say. Don't get your fucking hopes up. Yeah. If you're fucking hilarious, maybe a little bit, but don't get your hopes up because yeah. I feel like a lot, like a lot of people, like yeah. you just said, and I get this from people all the time when they start comedy and Brian Harris was down my throat for like two months about it. And he's like, how do we get on the funny bone stage? Dude, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, like the only way you're going to get on the funny bone stage is if you know people. That's yeah. the only way. Yeah. You like it doesn't matter how fucking funny you are if you, no one knows you, yeah. they're not gonna approach you unless yeah. you're that funny. But yeah. you have to be like it's like a football yeah, you player. Be like a headliner. Yeah, you have to you have to be able to put in three hundred yards a football game yeah. before someone is like, hey, dude, like, do you want to cut? Like, yeah. no one's gonna be like, oh, he's you know putting in a hundred yards a game or yeah. something like that. Like, we're gonna go. Like, yeah. He's got potential. Yeah. No one says he's got potential. Which, is it like do you have to outdo like the comedians that run the show? Huh? Is that like do you have to outdo the comedians that run the show? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is that just like a lot of people like. A lot of people like to think it's a lot more meritocracy than it is, yeah. and I feel like it's not. Yeah, it's not. There's a lot of there's especially a lot especially with that specific club. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of not. unfunny people that I've been hearing have been getting on the stage, and it's like. I'll <laughs> 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 see this. I saw a comic uh, host for David Tell uh, that I was like, oh could get a lot better than that <laughs> like we could do we could be doing a little bit you could get a little you know this is a, it was kind of like oh what was comedy like in 2003 <laughs> and this person just popped up it was like comedy central <laughs> like i was like oh man why didn't they have like henry that weekend you know henry's um, a great comic like he's someone that deserves to the xavier should yeah. be working that that's why i am so upset at xavier because yeah. i feel like yeah. He has everything now. He if has, he left Columbus, he would be successful. He li- I know that for a fact. Dude, like, but he has, like, all the followers yeah. on, you know, yeah. TikTok and Instagram. It's yeah. like, you could easily walk up to the funny bone and be like, I could sell this show out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if he could, you know, even yeah. if it was, like, a lie, yeah. he could be like, hey, I have yeah. all these people. They'd yeah. be willing to come, whatever. But I think as a comic, you want you want to be able to work the club circuit. Yeah. Like, you want to be able to be like, oh, I started opening, and then you start featuring, yeah. and you... So maybe he's doing it more organic way, yeah, I guess. Which yeah, which... Is better. Every scene should. Columbus yeah. should have had this in place. That's yeah. the fucking thing that I'm like, no, people should be working towards hosting, and nobody knows what to do. Yeah. Like, Ian Miller should have been hosting it if we had a club that was like hey we're gonna have a showcase and book you if you're really good like 
Ian should have been hosting for a lot of comics at yeah. the Funny Bone if yeah. they were a club that encouraged their comedy scene. Now, do you think that could also be partly because some of us are bad at marketing? No. no. I don't think it's... They could have... They could come out to showcases. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, you're right. And, like, they could go... They could, they could like, sit at Shrunken on, a, on one Monday out of the month and watch how everyone does. Yeah. Even though it's, like, it's, n- it's sort of, like, new material at night, but you're still doing a shit sandwich and working on material. Yeah. You could get a good gauge on our comedy circuit. That's the thing. The Liberty Funny Bone is a club that, like... Does that shit. Yeah. They're, like, the people... The people that work for them do go and see other shows, and they're like, "Hey, this is a comic." Like Wyatt Lutz got booked like through that like club, okay. and like did well. Like he 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 had like a great set for uh, it was a great like guest spot for Big J Okerson. Oh shit! Now he's working the club circuit. Like that's a possibility. Yeah. Imagine like when Chris Toyloy like got like a guest spot for yeah. Big J Okerson. They were like, hey, you crush, because he did very well. If they were like, hey, you crush, why don't you, you know, come out to this, like, other show, and maybe we'll see h- how you do. Yeah, and that's what uh, Jesse was telling me about. He's like, typically, you just gotta work with people, because he's like, it, like, eventually, and like, I think he said that happened with him, or maybe it was, like, I don't remember which one it was, but he, they said that, like, they did a show with somebody, and they're like, hey, dude, I really liked your stuff. Do you want to go to Liberty with me? Mm-hmm. Like, tomorrow yeah, or yeah, hey yeah. like i'm going yeah. to you know next week yeah and Toledo. that seems like yeah it's like do you want to go yeah and it's like oh i have work he's like well i'll talk to your manager or something like that you know what i mean yeah. it's like like a lot of a lot of people just like yeah they're just not doing it um it's it's hard for us to do it in columbus yeah it's hard to meet there aren't a lot of comics that are touring yeah that are like touring headliners yeah the city. only one is like what jason yeah probably jason Banks. and he's just so busy right now yeah, that jason he doesn't Banks, have the time it's, uh, simon's touring with jason bobby yeah. is touring with jason kenny mock is like they're all yeah. I've that's n- our touring comedy scene. i i've never they're seen all bobby. On one tour together. i've never seen bobby really i've seen oh kenny God. a lot bobby but never is seen bobby. one of my favorite comics now god really i was like two months into comedy and he went to tree bar do you remember that room yeah, tree bar. Yeah. Right, so he showed up there. It was all comics. Like it was a summer day. It was fucking sweaty and humid as shit. It was right after like I think it was another like police like murder. Like it was like another murder that happened, and he did like ten minutes. Like I, the room was shaking from like how hard he was crushing. Damn. All comics. I like, miss it was like bar. thirty of us, and like it was so fucking funny. Damn. Like all on like the Black Lives Matter movement, police brutality, just brilliant, incredible jokes. I've never even seen those jokes. Anymore. I I love. I will say this. I've never met him, but one of the things that I love is that he loves to pick on Kenny all the time online because yeah, yeah. because Kenny's huge Christian yeah. and he's always talking oh, yeah. shit about God. Yeah. And then Kenny, I always <laughs> will see something about God or Jesus, and then I just literally just open up the comments because yeah. I want to see what Kenny yeah. says. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to see what kind of Bible verses he's pulling out today, dude. Dude, one time I, I went to like the the Red Rock patio and the and the two of them were like arguing and like Jason was just sitting there like smoking weed and chilling. <laughs> And like Jason was like, feel free to join in, Halima. <laughs> I was like, no. do, do you go to Red Rock a lot? Uh, not as much anymore. Dude, um, if I get the time, I'll start going more. It's it's a good room. Yeah, I feel like it's it's one of the harder rooms. Very so very hard. But all right, so we got Halima. We have go bananas pretty much all week. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, Any of your own showcases? Heckle Mike on Thursday. Heckle Mike on Thursdays. Uh, Juniors. Sunday, February twentieth. Uh, I will be having Chris Allen. 
Ooh. Uh, headline. Okay. Junior's Basement. So I'm Fuck really, yeah, dude. I'm really excited about that. I'm also going to be doing a guest spot for uh, Rand Barnaclo, who's an incredible Boom. comic. I dude. fucking love Rand. I'm excited to work Saw with him. Saw him open for Tony Woods. Fucking nice. strong yeah. opener. Yeah, fucking, killer. Yeah, dude. He, yeah, yeah. Or not opener, a feature, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Neil opened that yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. <I do. laughs> love you, Neil. <laughs> I, I, do, I really do love Neil. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great comic. Uh, uh, Tony was is actually going to be at Wiley's uh, next oh. Friday. I'm going Friday and Saturday. I'm so excited. Oh, shit. It. And he's going to remember you, too. He's going to be like, oh, Halima. He's like, hey there, shorty. Yeah. Dude, what, I remember, I remember you like, comedian. I heard he had a good set. Sh- like, right after I was like, I heard you had a good set, shorty. I was like, holy fuck. Holy fucking shit. Dude, I loved it. That night was so fucking yeah. crazy because he was just like, oh, I knew you guys were comedians. Yeah. And I was like, we told you we were comedians. We told <laughs> he you. He was like, I told you to come to the back because he just like, he kind of like yeah did that like, what? what what's happening that was so good it was uh, yeah, we stayed way longer than we dude. should have but it dude, was fun. i that's my plan i've been telling like chris johnson christian hb and toy lines like plan to stay there until at least 3 a.m because <laughs> we will fucking do that it, we're gonna go out drinking with one of the funniest people on earth dude it uh it, what'd you think about the job i didn't watch it yet i haven't oh, watched it. i liked it um there were parts where like um tony has like a very interesting life overall and i think he did a good job like interviewing that oh shit okay yeah, but like every time that like tony would try to tell jokes it would kind of go over joe's head uh, i think they just haven't like hung out enough to where like you yeah. have to speak tony woods or like have like a sense of humor yeah that's kind of like that yeah and joe just doesn't yeah at least in that yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. he hang, he hangs out with like dave Chappelle, but dave Chappelle's not tony woods so it's yeah like, but it's I mean? like i think comedians like Chappelle or like when you get to that level i don't know if it's like oh this is just like a hang it's kind of like oh we're all rich and cool we're just gonna be rich and cool together instead of like oh we're gonna mess around and like have fun and like play like we were trying to pick out like yeah we're picking out naked and and naked ladies and shit like let's Uh. see how we're let's see if there's a crotch tattoo over there yeah dude let's Uh. look is the tramp stamp the same thing when we were just doing that for like hours Dude, that was like i don't know if like if joe rogan would be the type of guy that's like yeah. oh let's just hang out at a bar and yeah pool. i don't think so yeah probably yeah. not yeah. i hear he's really nice though i don't know yeah yeah oh, but definitely. dude fucking halima we'll be rich and we'll be rich and famous yep. together we'll, i'm i'm gonna fucking try to get into the chinese empire dude the funniest black comedian in china yeah ni hao ma that's all i've got <laughs> <laughs> Duolingo, I'm fucking download and Duolingo right after. <laughs> we'll just put Winnie the Pooh in the back, yeah. and just everyone starts standing and clapping. That's how you. That's how you should do your set. Like, I just turned it to like the carrot top of China. Dude, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Well, so we got Go Bananas, Heckle Mike yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. We got fucking you said Ram Barnaclo on Saturday the second uh, or the Sunday 26th. the twenty twenty six. Sorry, uh, my juniors showcase February twentieth. Please buy tickets for the. For, I, it is my own showcase yeah it's her i'm own going showcase. to bake something i i hope i'll i'm gonna bake something for he, sure she's gonna bake something yeah, and uh, she's gonna make it yeah really by the good. way it's in the same weekend that mark norman is there so oh it be a pretty rad show shoot so, wait yeah. same day or same weekend uh th- there will be a show that day but it's gonna be like at seven and my show's at nine thirty. so okay okay yeah. well everybody this is halima this has been episode mm-hmm. 14 Go watch her shows. Go fucking pay for her showcase. Yeah. Fucking go bananas. That's the club. Yes. 
next Columbus Funny Bone. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. Or make I'll it. just pay for shows there. I don't, mind. <laughs> I don't mind paying $40 at a time and treating it like it's a comedy seller. <laughs> oh, dude. Holy, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody, thank you for fucking listening. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Damn, son.